Now, the worst thing about me being being the fool, uh, as far as the tarot cards readings go, you're not is the fool. That Actually, you're not. What am I? Death? No, you're Wheel of Fortune. We talked about this literally all yesterday. <laughs> I have okay. everyone's. I have everyone on this podcast written down as to what their arcana is. Stephen, you're Wheel of Fortune. Travis is the magician, and Matt is judgment. Why are we talking wow. about such sinful things as tarot cards in this <laughs> episode? Okay, and the other thing is, okay, so what I was going to say is, despite being Wheel of Fortune and landing on whatever, bad fortune. Bankrupt. Um, <laughs> Stephen would landing no, you guys, on Stephen never is going to land turn. on bankrupt. <laughs> is there, wait, is there a Wheel of Fortune uh, sliver that says everyone else is bankrupt? Probably. <laughs> no, Take everyone so. else's money. Because <laughs> I feel like that's what's going on here. Exactly. Um, so I'm saying, like, I just feel like I've really uh, given away my ability to give Matt all the shit in the world for making us watch this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You have, you have to you praise have no my choice now. That's how far <laughs> on the other side you are. <laughs> you have to embrace Christianity in general. <laughs> yeah, you have to convert. Oh, okay. Oh, I have to you convert. Have to okay, no, that makes sense. You have to, you have to yeah. get into Paulism. Um, yeah. Like, like you have the, to uh, like, receive the Holy Eucharist. You have to uh, do a great chastity experiment. I would love if Stephen did a great chastity experiment. I think that would be good for the world. So, okay, <laughs> can I ask a question? We we don't have to we don't have to answer this now. But why was the first episode labeled like 160 or whatever? 162 no clue. Or no one knows yeah, the actual no episode order of this. That felt like it probably was the first episode because it is literally just like, hey, you know the most famous story in the whole religion? We're just going to tell that. And yeah, we're just going to do no Jesus. Or whatever. But that was so if you bizarre. look at the IMDb listing these episode, of the episodes, like it jumps around a bunch. Like They don't have, I don't know. This isn't well archived. Yeah, We have no idea yeah. if we watched the first or last episodes of the show, but it felt like it. Yeah, that was that was based entirely off of the IMDb listing. I have no idea what the numbers were. Also, the way the IMDb is listed, there's season one and other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except the mystery. <laughs> so, oh my god, this rocks! Yeah. This doesn't have comprehensive Wikipedia episodes like most TV series yeah. we do. Luckily, the first episode has the most comprehensive. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the most authoritative uh, recap yeah, of all time. Yeah, the most authoritative text if we wanted to refer to the Bible. <laughs> man I, this did flash me back i used to so in every class that i was in 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 catholic school like if we were gonna watch a video it would be a video literally telling us the story of jesus again even if we watched a video telling us the story of jesus three days ago even if we went to church that day and they told us the story of jesus they would literally just recount it every couple hours seemingly in catholic school uh, so this was like I, I wrote down. I was like, I'm pretty sure I've actually seen this first episode before. <laughs> so are we are we going to clitter clitter? <laughs> oh, fuck. Are we going <laughs> there to... will be no clits on this episode. So. <laughs> no, no, we aren't going to clitterally appraise. Uh, are we oh! going to critic? <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> I'm, t I'm trying to say the word critically. Uh, are we going to clitorally appraise the... Stop saying it, uh, please. Uh, 
the story Please. of Jesus. Is that what this episode of our podcast is going to be, <laughs> it's Matt? It's not what I thought it was going to be, but it feels a little bit like that's what we're going to do. No, we're not going to critically appraise the story, just the way that they chose to present and tell the story, which, which was like a yeah. proto-Ken Burns. Pure vibes. Incredible. 10 out of 10. My... My uh, my girlfriend, who continues to love me uh, as she watches the episodes now, um, w- suggested New that it is a requirement. <laughs> Correct. Uh, suggested that if you are going to request a, 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 when you choose an episode, when you choose a show, you should have already watched the first episode of the show when you nope. choose it. <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. If I had watched just the first episode of this when I chose it, I would have still very much chosen this show. (laughs) Also, you know who that's going to immediately punish? You, Stephen, who will forget to pick an episode. Yeah. Guys, can you wait 45 minutes while I go watch the episode? (laughs) I have to leave the recording. (laughs) No, you shouldn't have to watch the first one. The first, like, that's the whole thing. We're discovering whether we need to watch more of it. I... If I already know the answer, you know, I want, okay, maybe I don't want to watch more of that. Uh, I guess I'm just not going to pick it. And then I just watched TV for no reason. I literally only watch TV for this show. This is the only reason my TV gets turned on. (laughs) I do think Matt no longer is allowed to say, I just genuinely pick shows that I think we're going to have fun with. No, this is not one of those. You're just, this is not one of those. A liar (laughs) and a monster. (laughs) Uh, folks, it's, as you know, the podcast that was uh, damned by Christ for when we were on, for we, we were next to him. We were also crucified with him that day. Mm-hmm. But we were tied and he was nailed. That's the yeah, he was nailed. distinction we were tied that my teachers he, always made. Sure. And he was, they were, they were all like, you know, if you believe in me, you'll join me in the kingdom of heaven. And I was like, I don't know, bro. I got some things I got to catch up on. And then he was like, fine, then you will wander this world forever forced to catch up on television. I'm Ian Benson. Joining me, <laughs> the wandering Jew himself, <laughs> Travis Marvin. <laughs> Sorry, that jumped into my head and I couldn't oh, stop boy. myself. Uh, how's it going, everyone? <laughs> it's, it's going it's great. great. Uh, yeah, you I'm may... the one who spat on him. Is that the, one, the wandering Jew? Wow. That's like, I only know the wandering Jew because uh, there's a <laughs> Reverend Bazaar song about it. But I believe... He spat on Christ on the way to Golgotha, and then he yeah. was cursed to like live forever. Yeah. Like yes, and and the first uh, vampire. We, we also have <laughs> joining as always the podcast Judas Iscariot, Matt Siani, <laughs> yeah. the man who sent us down this path. Yeah, I'll see you in hell. You will. Um, and uh, and finally, uh, rising, rising once more, Lazarus himself. It's Stephen Doughton, maybe. <laughs> Uh, Matt, the the fun thing is right before uh, I watched the two episodes of Insight, the <laughs> Christian long running Christian television program syndicated. I should watch Veggie Tales or something instead. I don't know. I said that last <laughs> week. Anthology. <laughs> I, the fucking Christian, the goddamn Christian Twilight Zone. You had us watch. Yeah. Um, I watched Man on Fire which is a movie where Denzel Washington is the angel of death effectively. Yeah. And at one point, um, that's most of someone asks what that's most of his movies. I think. Yeah, I know it rules, but especially the ones with Tony Scott. But yeah, this is one where there's a part where, um, somebody asks him like, does he see like, there's something like 
you know, could God forgive him for this or for what they've done or something like that? And Denzel's response is something along the lines of like, that's for God to decide. I just arranged the meeting. And then he shoots a guy. Yeah. And you saying, I'll see you in hell made me think of that cool thing. <laughs> well, yeah. And I so said I enjoyed cool that. Thing. You said a cool thing. It's cool to see, see somebody in hell. And one day <laughs> when we are freed of this, this curse, we will be there in hell rejoicing for we don't have to watch insight and things of its ilk. <laughs> Or maybe hell is just only episodes of Insight, but not even the ones that have like, you know, recognizable actors. So like the ones Ed, we watched. Ed Begley Jr., Ed Begley Sr., Tom Bosley, Ed Asner, El- Albert Brooks, <laughs> Laura what Dern. on this show? Uh, James Doohan, Mark Hamill, Ricardo Montalban was on it. A lot of the Star Trek cast. Was there a Star Trek episode of Insight? I'm seeing oh, man. two Star, Star Trek actors and a villain, and that's just a quick scan. Marty Feldman, Peter Fonda. Shatner's on here. And then writers that include Rod Serling and Michael Crichton. Like, yeah. you yeah. know, these are the things where I was like, I understand sort of why Matt picked it or why at least it seemed interesting based on who contributed to the show over yeah. its 25-year existence. I mean, the, the question of why I picked things always is this is not a type of TV show that we've watched before. If it's not, this would be really fun. We don't have the intelligence to understand why you pick things. We cannot. <laughs> <laughs> we cannot comprehend these big questions you're asking yourself every day. <laughs> but you can observe. He's picking my this actions. because he loves us that much. <laughs> What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite show with God or Jesus or anything like that? Uh, Midnight Mass was fun. Okay, that's about the only other one I've seen. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the Good Place. It was overrated because it wasn't actually that funny. But does, it was does the last season of Lost count? Absolutely. Friday Night Lights. Okay, now yeah, that one you're gonna have to explain. That's a, that's a stretch. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to explain. Are you that kidding one. me? It's Slam and Sammy Me. No, I'm not. I, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't see where you're coming from on that one, Stephen. I need you to explain it. What is the primary religion in <laughs> rural Texas? Football. Yeah, football. And God loves football. <laughs> you just don't know. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> Everybody loves football. Of course, the answer for me is the young pope. Yeah, without a doubt. Oh yeah, that was one of those questions that you ask, being like, "I've got my answer." I've got a good one. Yeah, like a, like a host of a podcast. I was prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the other reason I picked this, of course, is because I have a high tolerance for Catholic media, having been obviously just like bombarded with it throughout my entire youth. This is the kind of thing that I watched at my grandparents' house. Even when I wasn't at Catholic school, I would be at my grandparents' house and we would be screening this kind of video, retelling the story of Jesus and like this guy talking to you directly, looking at the camera from the blankness of space or something uh, <laughs> with teeth that looked like that guy who played Freddie Mercury. Uh, that's like my <laughs> favorite Malik. kind of programming. <laughs> there were multiple um, times he flubbed the line. Yeah. Love it. That was and great, I was like, cause it's all one take, but I was also like, God, God is yo, simply yo, you, the bisque, the biggest uh, <laughs> figure. You, you yeah. don't have to the use blood, this take. The blood. <laughs> you don't I, have to I, use I, this. That's what I was. I was like, how expensive were takes? It was a long take. Like, you know. Why was it a long take? <laughs> yeah. Like, 
what is this fucking it's bird artistic. man? Like, what, yeah. is it a stylistic choice? <laughs> Alfonso Cuarón's <Always Barone's> insight. <laughs> it's always Birdman. First episode's nineteen sixty. I guess it's before everyone discovers jump cuts. This is basically this first episode's basically a YouTube essay. I would have been freaked out by jump cuts in this. Is Birdman the new nine eleven? Birdman was always it was 9/11 for cinema. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it was a it was a false flag operation to bring people against a very particular um, production company. Yes. No, just Ina Ritu. Bird, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we caught. So it. we're switching. We're actually talking about Harvey Birdman, attorney at law, today. Let's, um, well, that, let's do it now. We're gonna watch those two episodes. We're gonna talk about them. I think they keep like doing Harvey Birdman minutes. movies. Actually, <laughs> what does that shirt stay, say, Stephen? Uh, it's a map Not of cork. Ireland. Got it. Got it. Got and it. I read nut cork. cork, and I was like, "What? Are we talking about nutting yeah. again?" Yeah, yeah, baby. We've got cork, and we've got nut cork, <laughs> where everybody just nuts on people from cork. I was gonna say it's like you're corking yourself, and then. In the cork being a horrible Insight. This man's got mad cum brain. A line in. It's not a real line. Of, last temptation a line of in the last temptation of Christ. This man <laughs> has mad cum brain. Someone says when they point at G- when they point at Jesus. Speaking of cum brain, how do we feel about Jesus? How do we Christ? feel about Jesus? Uh, where we have a Jesus? One time I was at a party with all of you guys. Actually, you guys were all at the same party. And this party, uh, Jeff Daniels, previous guest, comes up to me and asks, so Ian, where are you at with God these days? <laughs> what was your answer? Did you come up with something pithy and clever? Um, I said, you show me peace, I'll show you God. Absolute silence to that one. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching Louis. Um, the TV oh, the, show uh, we will do. Yeah, the TV no. show. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> God the last episode of it, as you know. <laughs> Can't wait to be canceled, guys. If we ever we're get allowed to talk enough, about it. I just don't want to. Is the thing. Uh, it's not even. It's... However, I just want to say, as an aside, if we ever get famous enough from podcasting to be canceled, I will be. I'll count that as success, because yeah. in order to be canceled, we'll have to have some fame some fame you know people do be loving to just uh, get mad at people who have podcasts on inter- on the internet they do love I to do, do that, really sure. i would love one person to like go fucking insane uh based on things that we say on this podcast i do think well, that but that's, that's but that's it but that's a strategy to get famous is if we say controversial takes and then someone on twitter's like these guys no, are that's lame they want to be you want to be like pretty regular and then but and then someone just nuts. fucking goes nuts because that's how twitter works it's yes. cool uh, so anyway, Jesus has mad cum brain. Well, only in Last Temptation of Christ. This Jesus is very respectful. He's very yeah. not present in the episode, really. Oh, but he's present everywhere. What are you talking about? That's he's true. like the force. He so what did you guys think about this man's interpretation of why the manner in which Jesus had to redeem us was by dying on the cross? It felt more like a stretch here than any other time I've heard this told. <laughs> <laughs> this was sweaty writing. I feel like yeah. they didn't. Uh, <laughs> they didn't do enough character development in this to justify that. It was kind of a curveball. And I mean, the way that they described Jesus in this, it made it sound genuine. And this, this is like real fucking Reddit atheist shit. But like, it made it sound like, oh, he was like going around being like, I'm the son of God, and everybody was like, dude, what are you talking about? 
And he was like, and then it was like, oh, he's really popular. And everybody was like, I don't like that he's really popular because well, he's he going went around and did saying a bunch he's of miracles. the son of God. Yeah. We should probably explain. Let me just really quickly uh, sum- summarize the plot of the first of what we believe to be the first episode of uh, Insight, <laughs> Ecce plot. Homo, or Behold This Homo, the as plot. it's called in Latin. Um, <laughs> okay, that's the- what's going to get taken out of context. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is literally it is. just the story of Jesus, you know, you know, a 22 minute version of, of the story of Christ, um, narrated over Renaissance paintings. Yeah. That's it. There's no acting. <laughs> well, sometimes no, it would, well, sometimes it would cut to the guy's face. And then a guy face. talking. Yeah. Dude, this, it the had guy who, such apocalyptic vibes though. Like literally, let, let me quote a direct, uh, a direct line from this because it blew my mind. Like the just feeling of overwhelming impending doom. Yeah. The guy says, if you want a life no bomb can destroy, then you need to follow Christ. If you want a life no bomb can destroy. Well, it's the 60s, man. They were worried about bombs all the time. Isn't that just kind of the times? Yeah, this adds an interesting... I I thought this was very interesting to look at, kind of in the way that like a preacher appearing in a dystopian horror film and like people following religion... uh, where they're saying things like a life that like, even if you get your guts ripped out by the zombies, you know, there's, there's something better for you in heaven or whatever. This had this like reek of desperation to it in this like clearly diseased time. I mean, he does say in modern times where God seems needed the most. It's just interesting because this is also the era of America. That's like the white picket fences, like nostalgic, like Norman Rockwell era to me. Um, but everybody's sitting around, around especially thinking for the people bomb. that the show's preaching to. Right. Don't put Norman Rockwell in this. Norman Rockwell is much more subversive an artist than given credit. <laughs> but like you know, you know what I mean. Um, and yeah, the student's name's Father Elwood Kieser Kaiser. He died in two thousand, uh, and yeah, he's the founder of Paulist Productions and is a member of an order that I've never heard of called the Paulist Fathers. Do you guys have a favorite like? apostle or like bible guy do you guys have a favorite bible guy uh lot's wife uh (laughs) it's hard to beat samson i mean yeah honestly samson is great he was just john wicking his way through fucking a ton of people who's the lady who smashed the dude's head with a tent pole that was cool too oh i don't remember i was catholic judges Judges is crazy Um, yeah jonah jonah kind of kicks ass uh, follow-up question. What's your favorite Bible punishment? Because <laughs> Matt, like, I wanted to come on here and be like, I would really like to Book of Job you for this pick. <laughs> like, I just want to... <laughs> but you're not allowed to say that because you're late. Now you want to be, I'm the only one spared in a great flood, and I have to gather up two of every animal and build a boat as a reward. Yeah, Noah's, Noah's a really good Bible guy. Yeah. I have a question unrelated to bible guys but this was just something i was talking about with a friend the other day you know how there will be um like women who will wear a wedding ring so they won't get bothered even though they're not married Mm -hmm. do you think there are guys who put on the frock the little priest collar so they can walk around in peace (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of Um, oh dude that's brilliant because she was talking about how she saw a she was talking about how she saw a really hot priest yeah fleabag made that hard to do yeah. Number one, Hollywood crossed to ward them off because if they think you're a Catholic, you they won't call in the dogs. There you go. Sorry, Christian. I don't call them. If you think you're a Catholic, they won't want to be your boss. Number two, 
Men just don't get harassed as much. Yeah, no, that's let's that's the be, right let's answer. Let's just be straightforward about yeah, it. Yeah, but they, they kind of do that in me. Lost. Like Mr. Echo gets all See all that? of his guys like at least priest uniforms, so he can fly. He can like charter the priest plane to fly drugs uh, over the extremely island. cool Ian, drug running thing. <laughs> Ian, <laughs> extremely the, cool way to do it. Off the top of your head, do you know the name of the man who played Klaus in Umbrella Academy? Uh, I haven't watched any of Umbrella Academy. I think it was so Joseph no. Morgan. That hasn't stopped you before from. I was. I was gonna things. say. I was gonna yeah. say. I don't. Like I don't think that's enough. For me <laughs> but to I don't say know which character don't Klaus. Know I don't know. Guy. Like I could tell you who's in Umbrella Academy. I don't know what the characters are named. I know that Elliot Page is in it and Robert Sheehan. That's correct. So Robert Sheehan. Oh uh, yeah, the guy the from um, Mortal Engines. Yeah, from more Engines. So, so Mortal Instruments. So I was, so I was in a bar on Fuck, Friday night. In no, West he Corp. was in. No, no, no. He was in Mortal Engines and the Mortal, and Instruments, Mortal Instruments. Okay, City of Bones, <laughs> and those are different movies. <laughs> <laughs> but he yeah. was in More Engines, which is a good movie where car where cities cities eat people. Cities are now cars, <laughs> and they eat other cars, or they eat other cities, and it rules. It's like a Final Fantasy movie. Don't watch so Insight. Watch Mortal Engines. You need. So, I know it's probably not streaming anywhere, but you text me. I'll, I'll send you a link. So, so this guy. Robert Sheehan, is it? Yeah. I was in a bar on Friday, and I'd say there were 35 people in this bar, and one of them was Robert Sheehan. And you didn't go and up and be like, I loved you in Mortal Engines, and he'd be like, Mortal Engines? <laughs> okay, I really wish one of you guys was with me, because because my friend was freak, freaking out about the guy from Umbrella Academy and the Misfits. And I was, I was like, oh, you know what, I did, yeah. I, I did watch enough of Umbrella Academy to recognize that man, and which one of them he is. Uh, so sure, that is a famous guy. Um, why did I start telling this story? What were we talking about before this? You just wanted a name drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I say, speaking of guys, did you see the one actor's name from this last episode? Did you guy watch kill the credits? Him? Guy Killum. Guy <laughs> Killum. I love that rapper. <laughs> Odd Future Wolfgang, Guy Killum all. That was, Are we that done was with hard the first episode already? Because we don't, don't know what else know. to say. It's just I don't know. I've been in a church like okay, ten times like, in my life. Wanna, do we want to talk about Jesus? <laughs> like this is our best opportunity to talk about the story of Jesus. That's How not true feel? at all. We still have John from Cincinnati, maybe, to talk about one day. <laughs> okay. So how do? <laughs> Why Robocop did that... the series. <laughs> Shiamatica Jesus. <laughs> I think I think the subtext of this really is the American perceived impending apocalypse. Sure. More than it lets it. Maybe it's just the lo-fi quality of it. Maybe it's the fact that it's a montage of Thou album covers while the guy tells the story. <laughs> <It's like laughs> oh, that's why you that's why you liked this one. <laughs> Especially dude, when they had the um the other guys uh being crucified and there was the one thief who they zoomed in yeah, his face. Yep. And he was like, <laughs> that was the one that was, was really like, good. Shit. <laughs> this is heathen. Uh, uh, I think just also the fact that these freaks love the gruesome details of the crucifixion so much really uh, colored it. They really me. do. And, but th th that's very every, accurate. Every to time Catholic I schooling. every time I hear every time I hear about like the sacrament and like in eating like the the blood of Jesus, like drinking the blood of Jesus and eating his flesh 
talked about in like the casualness with which Christians use the phrase eating his flesh. Um, yeah, eating this, his flesh, this, drinking his this, blood. This this man god. He was uh, nailed to a, he was nailed to the wood cross and just like they love to talk about like how slowly his blood dripped down into the earth. Yeah, they, they they love to talk about his suffering. They yeah. really love to talk about how much he suffered and they really love to talk about how we have to the the pinnacle of human experience is to is to consume the product of the suffering of the man god. Yes. And correct. Uh and and like it's just in those moments. I know this Steven. is like oh, what? Uh, I just want you to know that um, I beat Flame Giant earlier, and you saying the pinnacle of the suffering, or <laughs> is to observe, is to consume the flesh of the man god. I'm just like hell yeah, dude. Now we got to burn the earth. I do. The, I do love Elden tree. Ring. You have, <laughs> I you also have finally do. you finally passed where I'm at because I'm in the mountaintops of the giants, but I haven't quite reached the fire giant yet. But um. The point is, uh, it's metal as hell. It's metal yeah. as hell. <laughs> uh, it's it's the, the 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 steps that you take from Christianity to paganism are so small yeah. in themes uh, that the co-opting of the Christianity to be what it is today is so crazy. Like yeah. I can think about it every day, and then when it's shown to me this way. I'm still like, holy shit, how did we get here? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, holy shit, how did we get to current day Christianity? Like, Protestant pop, yeah. pop church shit? Yeah, from, yeah. From, how did like, we get ca- here? From Catholicism being a major force in, in the U.S.? It's wild. It's so wild. Well, it's Even this- it, it, you have to understand that, like, pop Christianity and, like, that kind of Protestant tradition is also... Uh, God is your friend, Jesus is your friend, and anything that you're doing, he loves you for it. As opposed to this, which is like, if you are not consuming the flesh of the man God, and you are not grateful and also fearful every single day for the suffering, for the excruciating three days of horrific pain and death, (laughs) like, if you don't think about that 24-7, then you will also suffer that eternal pain and death. How could you not want to switch to the other thing? <laughs> so, th- so this, so this, this really did. Uh, well, this really was a hybrid of both. In that, number one, like they talk about the the dripping of the blood into the earth that we consume, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And number two, he did do a whole thing about how God is your friend. Uh, And like, you have to remember, like, number one, you have to remember how much he suffered and how much he loves you and no matter who you are. But there was this really interesting line that he said where I was just like, did he, did he have an editor for this? Cause this was a weird angle to take that I actually haven't heard before, which is (laughs) if you were the only human that ever existed, (laughs) Jesus would have suffered Jesus would have suffered specifically for you, which is that, cr- that means you're the crucifier. Except, yeah, right. So accepting the fact that there are multiple other humans in the story of Jesus. So like, it yeah. just doesn't like it just. Yeah. Like, what, re- what religious uprising is he leading? If there's no one else, <laughs> <laughs> if there's no Romans to be subjugating the no, Jews, like what is a fucking right. martyr? Thing. He's like, Oh, it doesn't suffer. <laughs> Somebody's nailing my arm into the cross <laughs> for you. Yeah. It's me. It's me. The other guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> the other person that has ever existed. But like, it's such an interesting take. Apart from that, to be like, Jesus died for all of humanity. Now, imagine you were all of humanity. <laughs> Pretty cool. Tumbling like, down, tumbling well, down, tumbling down. If you all got wiped yeah. out by a nuclear yes, yes, bomb correct. from Russia. This, this is what Neon Genesis Evangelion is about. <laughs> we are all going to become one entity after someone dies for yes. our sins. The We're Human the Instrumentality LCL Project. Tumbling down, tumbling down, I hope that the listener has listened to every episode of As You Know. If you have, yeah. you're not lost. Yeah. Uh, I liked when he was like, so if you're trying, if you think like, oh, sin isn't so bad, which is just <laughs> yeah. a great phrase. I, just I think, think about how fucking, God loves me just anyway. think about how much fucking pain Jesus was in. Oh, yeah. think about how much blood dripped down off his body off the cross. Think about him falling down three times in the dirt and people pointing think and laughing. Think about him crying and, out seven times. I am thinking about it. I'm going to need a cigarette now. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I also liked when Jesus said, I am come. That made me laugh. <laughs> Who's your favorite other person who's been crucified? (laughs) Who else has been? St. Peter upside down or whatever? Uh, I don't know who I can explicitly think of. Unless you mean like like, uh, John Stewart crucifies GOP house members. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, like me for my takes on soup or whatever. Like, what, yeah, are you talking <laughs> the 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 guy the guy from the Hold Steady lore who was at a bar and then got crucified? Yeah, uh, Ian, do you have like a comprehensive list of other people who've been crucified in history? I'm, I'm now pulling this up ones, uh, <laughs> but. Well, clearly, it's when ECW wrestler the Sandman <laughs> was crucified by rape. <laughs> couldn't even finish that oh uh, apparently bray wyatt crucifies people a bunch i guess i don't know i wonder what father keezer uh would think of when vince mcmahon fought and defeated god or wrestled him <laughs> there'd probably be an important lesson to learn from that i feel like we didn't yeah. get any like of what i expected the show to be i expected the show to be a little bit more in the christian style like American Protestant style of like, here's a story of some people in what seems to be a work training video where somebody like finds a wallet <laughs> and decides not to return it. And then their friend convinces them to do so. And then they go to church and then the <laughs> preacher comes on and says, well, what did we learn here? But instead this was way more Catholic and was just like, you get it. It's hell. It's damnation. There were, you get the yeah, idea. There were no demons in these episodes. Like none of the stuff from, I'm sure there the were cool demons. Oh, I'm now I'm learning sure over 800 episodes there. Yeah, so there's, I, I didn't know that the penitent thief is Saint Dismas, which I know, oh, of course, who? from Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so that's that's a fun that's, fact. That's God. Yeah. I had so little. I had this like if you could have hooked uh, me up to like a machine to read my brain. What are those called, Stephen? Uh, there like are just many. To, just to monitor, Sorry. like I would have looked brain dead, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, fMRI could sure. be one. You mean I would have looked PET brain scan. dead. <laughs> I entered. I achieved a Zen Nirvana state during these 28 minutes yeah. that I will never be able to achieve again. I would say my my uh, my state was similar to Stephen hearing the oboe in Lassie. <laughs> 
Like, cause they, like if you want to know what I was watching just, like, while you were just, watching like, TV land shows, home. it was this kind of yeah. show. Y'all are freaks. This is just the TV that was on. Yeah, I went to Unitarian Church. Uh, yeah. It wasn't like this. Yeah, I, I, don't, I recall very little of that era. I don't spend. I've never spent much time in a church. I don't really have um, many grand experiences. All of this to me is mostly like, ha, cool, yeah. So <laughs> people talk about like their difficult upbringings within a church, and then they'll be like, "What about you?" And then I'll be like, "No, mostly, sorry, mostly I don't have anything like man. that." I've studied the Bible multiple times in school in like a non at non religious institutions. Like in high school, it was part of our ninth grade uh, English curriculum for Western literature, which I, my like hot take that I've had for years is like, you it would never fly like constitutionally, but I do think it's a good idea because like, if you're, especially if you're going to study English, like it is like the, you know, or text of Western culture. So yeah, it's, good right. to you, know, it's good to know what's yeah. in the Bible, whether you agree with it or not. Sure. Um, and there's so many literary references to it and whatever. And then just, we had a religion requirement at Worcester and I, and the one that was available the semester where I was like, I'll just knock that out was intro biblical studies, which had a horrible professor. Uh, and also the kid that I hated the most in all of the school uh, would try to antagonize her, which was just a terrible combination. Uh, and I felt like I learned nothing. And then I got like a B plus. Ian McCandless. Remember I forgot him? about him. Oh my God. So I completely ass. forgot about him. <laughs> oh my God. I had him in so many classes too. You it, did. It, you poor yeah, son of a bitch. At least three. Truly awful. I never um, did. It was always the classes you took when you didn't have me in them. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get for straying away. I got that yeah. treated by Ian's <laughs> Me. And I got as the bad I'm bathed one. in radiant light. Uh, you don't have to censor his name. I hope he hears this. And that, <laughs> Uh, if anything that spares me having to respond <laughs> with what his name is when I get a text asking who that person is. I don't know. But so I was like, I know the story already. Plus I yeah. watched last temptation of Christ. Not that long ago. And dude, it doesn't matter. It like, this is for people who know the story already. I, I can't right, it's, stress how much every piece of programming is just retelling this story. It's wild. How much Catholics so like boring. to hear this exact thing over and over. I really appreciate the amount of credit you're giving me in saying for people who know the story, because I'm a little fuzzy on the story. And if I'm being honest <laughs> and I started to recount the story, at a certain point, you might look me dead in the eye and go, Ian, wait, where did you get those out of details? And then I would shamefully reveal that it probably came from Kevin Smith's dogma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly, George this Carlin is, was never involved in this show. Is that a song? Is that a song? Is that a movie that, like, is like suffers from like woke dysphoria nowadays, or is it cool? Like, it probably suffers from Kevin dysphoria? Smith movies where for some reason everyone forgets yeah. how to act when they're in them because of whatever he does directorially, mm -hmm. uh, where everyone feels like they're actively reading off a script all the time. Also, it has a poop demon. Well, that Listen, sounds like you would like that. I liked mm. that movie a lot when I was younger. Um, woke yeah. dysphoria, I don't, I don't know who coined the term, uh, but it's like th it's this a thing term, where like you watch. Yeah, you no, watch I just, something I just, that's 15, 15 years old, and you're like, "Oh fuck, oh no!" In the first five minutes, <laughs> you're just like, "Oh no!" This guy said, "Behold like, this I homo." <laughs> I think Kevin Smith movies kind of avoid that, uh, surprisingly, in my experience. I haven't seen Dogma in a minute, but I do like casting Alanis Morissette as God. I think that's funny. Yeah, and the voice of God is Alan Rickman. That's and, good. Like, God, maybe Dogma's good. Alanis Morissette. I I like. I know I know that silent uh, silent Bob's one line in that film I really enjoy because it's a callback to Indiana Jones three because he throws the demon off the train and then there's the couple that just look at him and he just goes no ticket 
Well, classic. Good moment. Oh, yeah. Also, that's another spot where I learned a lot about Jesus. Indiana Jones movies. And by a lot, okay. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, some random stuff. That's where I learned that Jehovah starts with an I in Latin. That's important, right? I, that's, I, that, I think that's the only thing I learned from that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a thing about a penitent man and leaf from the lion's head. I know all those things. I yeah. do that all the time in video games now. Yeah, I don't remember that coming up in Catholic school. Well, it sounds like Catholic school sucked. Uh, you know, you're not going to get a lot of disagreement from me there. <laughs> so, uh, should we talk about the Great Chastity Experiment? Well, would anybody watch more Insight? No. no. Okay. That's my favorite question Insta- to ask when we watch a show like this. I, it never okay. gets old to do that. <laughs> okay, so instead of just saying no, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question with a question. Uh-huh. Do we know what the transition between just like frames of Renaissance paintings, while <laughs> a man describes a Bible story, to like a high school light drama was? Do we know how yeah. that happened? Uh, Stephen, are you familiar with the game Desert Golf? <laughs> no. So it's a video game where you um, golf in the desert. It's a it's an iOS game. And um, it like got a thousand levels, and I think people didn't realize as they were playing the game is that as it as you play it, the hue gently shifts. So you start out and it's orange, and just you know you keep playing more and more levels, and then eventually you're at this point where it's just like pure purple. But it's happened so gradually and over these levels that you haven't even really noticed it until you're presented with you know somebody else playing. You see an early level or something like that, and you're like, oh my god, right? Yeah, this is what this looked like. And I like to imagine that's how this happened. Is that it was imperceptibly small shifts every episode, every episode, until yeah. it arrived at this, its ultimate conclusion, its final form. Yeah. Uh, a thing that went from an episode, something that could have theoretically, I could have seen in like a classroom, it was so dry, to an after school special from the 80s that was equally dry, but in but a different way. No and that was because no one was having sex. Or meaning or lesson? What I said was. Well, do you know. There's there's uh, there's this thing I used to think about a lot when I was a kid, and I don't know, I had a weird brain. Honestly, I miss my kid brain. It's more interesting. Um, which is like, okay, so the, would you say there's a big difference between one million and one million and one? What? No. <laughs> yeah, so, you, so no, right. right? Would you say there's a dif- big difference between one million and four million? Yes. Okay, right. So, if I were to ask you... Is this that riddle bot that Phil's been there's using? There's no riddle bot. It's no fucking riddle bot. I'm just, I just always <laughs> like to think about this. Right? There's no it's fucking dumb. riddle bot here. It's dumb. This is no only the raw, bot, uncut shit, Ian. <laughs> this is human as fuck. So, <laughs> so, so, if, so, if I were to ask you, is there a big difference between a million and one and a million, or in a million and two in a million, or a million and three in a million, there would be a, there would be, there'd have to be a one integer increment where you switched from no to yes, despite one being such a small number compared to a million. What? You know what I mean? I know what you're, t- I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't <laughs> love thinking about it though. That's weird. That's <laughs> stupid. Wait. Dumb thing to think about. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Tra- <laughs> 
So you're saying you'd be sitting here, you'd be sitting here, and you'd be like, "Is there that big of a difference between two million nine hundred and seventy-five thousand six hundred and forty-three, or two million whatever that last number I just said, sixty-four? And that would be the point where I go, "Yes." And then you'd be like, "See, yes. there's the one." No, okay, that's yeah. stupid. <laughs> Okay, listen, guys. I think it's problematic that I framed this as a thing that I like to think about when I was a child, and that your response is that's stupid. But I thought about cool things when I was a child. I was busy thinking about dinosaurs. Like I, I was thinking about sin pretty much twenty four seven when I was a child. So hell that's yeah, way cooler. well, mostly because of a fear of are you sitting right now? Yes, and correct. what's going to happen to you? Yes. Are you there, God? It's me. I'm sinning right um, now. <laughs> I'm low-key sinning right now. <laughs> Guys, I'm so totally sinning. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that when I go out. I want like, oh, to start so describing right food now. as sinful again. I feel like that's something a character oh. on Sex in the City would do, and I love it. The Great Chastity Experiment. I mean, I guess we could just plow into it if you want. No, no, no. You can take your break. I was just going to say. There's no plowing. It's the Chastity Experiment. Jesus. The great yeah. chastity yeah. experiment. Ian, did you ever have this school newspaper experience? Uh, you know, uh, I did not have the school newspaper. Make it out in the dark uh, room. Also, I really was annoyed at how undark room safe that dark room was. It's very bright in there. <laughs> it was incredibly bright. Yeah. Also, it appeared that all they had to seal it off was a single black cloth that someone immediately walks through. If you, if somebody, wa somebody walked in when I've done my darkroom setup, if they walked in, I would get really annoyed because they probably just ruined $60 worth of shit. Okay. More like dork room. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It's this where nerd stuff happens. Massive dork wad. Are you talking about Keith or Luigi? Keith. Uh, Luigi. <laughs> oh, this is where I want to bring ben this up. Like, even, even, even though he has one of the coolest names. Yeah, so these uh -huh. kids are making out in a dark room at their school newspaper office, and a guy named Luigi. What busts is in with them. the slapback sound effect <laughs> on the kisses, dude? Oh gosh, it was. I like, didn't notice dude. that. Why dude. did it sound like it was echoing down like an empty hallway? This was my memoria sound effect. Every time I heard they it, were my... under a bridge, like. <laughs> My body would yeah. tense up every time I heard it. Fuck. Yeah, it was bad. It was the opposite of ASMR for me. It was it was like so lustful sounding. Also, just like it was re like really shockingly close to the microphone and just like, uh, and then like, uh. why are you doing your James Murphy impression? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, and they make out in cars, and Luigi pens an op-ed. This is, I don't well, know. Well, okay, I'm just trying to go Dude, beat by Luigi. beat. So Luigi saw them making out in the dark room, and then he told everyone, presumably, in the in the room. And so when they come out, everyone starts sarcastically applauding them. They're all like, uh, ooh. 
which is and good. That's there's what you, also I've there's a kid who literally shows. There's a kid who's dressed like a 1930s newspaper man there for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Press Presley is there in the background. There's <laughs> always one of them. I loved to show up. Everybody there. who's like, I'm a journalist. I take yeah. it seriously. He has a rapport with the one black guy in school where they just turn to each other and they harmonize, saying, "All we ever think about is sex." Okay, fucking Travis. Weird. Just, I knew just, I just assumed let that me, was going to be Let me line. have one. Will you just let me have one? <laughs> <laughs> just get, like, you know. Like, you have it was one, I had an idea, right? but it, you know, I had to make sure that was, that came up and just in case. I'm going to, I'm still going to, I'm still going to finish the show with it, but I'm going to sing it with the notes they sing it with. So okay. that'll be the. Okay. Uh, then you're, you're not going to use the line. Alexander Graham Bell was a weightlifter. Cause that's the other quote that I, <laughs> I love. You got to do the voice. If you're going to do it, mom, Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell was a weightlifter. <laughs> Alexander Graham dumbbell. That's what they used to call him back in the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so they're making out all the time, and someone writes yeah. a, to the, into the to advice the point column. Where it's, it's affecting her work. Yeah, because she's getting fucking made out with all the time, and yeah. Luigi anonymously tells her to try chastity. And this guy's clearly like a huge asshole, but I guess with the moral of the episode, he's the hero. Like, dude, yeah. I I really felt at the end of this the what have we learned. I haven't learned anything. <laughs> I didn't learn nothing. Nothing made sense of this. Yeah, fucking Luigi. I mean, I was so confused about the stakes of it. And then Luigi, like, she comes up to Luigi while he's in the dark room and is like, yo, what the fuck? You wrote an op-ed that's clearly about me, about how I should try chassis. And he's like, I don't want to talk about this right now. I'm not in the mood. Too bad, bitch. You're the one who wrote a fucking op-ed about somebody else's sex life in the Which, school Okay, paper. so here's the thing. This whole episode, so... What she winds up doing is her. She asks uh, her boyfriend. He, what is this girl's name? Even I can't remember. It was like Nancy or something. I, she, I but she's say like, we should try chastity Nancy. for a week. But the thing is, she, the conversation led up to them that is talking about how they still haven't had sex, but she really wants to, yeah. but isn't sure how she feels about it. So she's like, let's just try being chased. Which in this version of chastity, I guess, is like you also can't even kiss. Um, which I don't know. Is right. that the which is like Catholic? really not very Catholic. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. It's like the group of people making this. We're a different group of people. Yeah. It's like we went from really Catholic. Well, it's to been 25 like crazy years. Fundamentalist Christian thing. It's the, it's the height of AIDS. No one knew how you could get it. You're better off not even making physical contact with another human being. Uh, in most yeah. people's views. Uh, yeah. So shocks your boyfriend is like, Let's be chased. Like, let's just try it for a week. And he's like, okay, I guess. But also, I'm uh, really horny. With you. Yeah, I'm really in love with you. But also, my balls are massively swollen. And yeah. I need to work this out somehow. I, I'm going to lift weights. I'm going to do bench press while I'm actively on a corded telephone. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I'm going to work through this. That's a great thousand ways to die. <laughs> what are you talking about? That is every interaction everyone had in fucking like Long Island in the 1980s. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got that except Sometimes he sounds like Jerry Seinfeld at this episode, too. I, I assume anybody who was on TV in the 80s was like some combination of like showbiz like New York Jewish guy and uh, fucking like Guido. <laughs> yeah. The perfect um, combo of them. Yeah. Showbiz. Ama showbiz amazing accent. Showbiz Guidos. Uh, 
Luigi also reads them the dictionary definition of sublimation and then throws a dictionary to the girl and is like, you should read it sometime. Why would you ever like, read if not you ever <laughs> if you saw somebody reading the dictionary like casually that's the fucking joke in I dodgeball would call the police like that is a joke oh, in dodgeball yeah, it where it's just dodgeball. like yeah I like yeah. reading my favorite book the dictionary like yeah you don't call the police execute that man they're an alien and you'll yeah. be hailed as a hero yeah. If I was going to do a gag where he's reading the definition of sublimation it should also include him first seeing like it's when a solid becomes a gas you know it wouldn't have been very good but <laughs> This isn't a good show. Um, and yeah, this isn't a good show. Great only way to justify your good. bad you're jokes. Watch Insight. Only watch episode one through when they start doing this stuff about the people in high school. This but is like, so boring. This was so boring. So their chase. No their first chase adventure is they go to the beach and they climb. They just have a good. They time go on see the beach. a sunset. And then, like, were they not doing that anyway? Were they really so busy fucking? If they could get to this beach that easily. I adore the implication, not even implication, it is in the text, that they were having so much sex that they just didn't do anything else fun. Yeah, they Sorry. were just they making were just out. Kissing. They weren't having sex. Sorry. But they were at least they were having, having, they were having romantic. Crazy, uh, like, space echo kiss fests. They're, yeah. They were, they're, yeah. They're so busy with their kiss fest <laughs> that they li- they literally didn't go anywhere or do anything. They what? never enjoyed each other's company. You said space echoes, and I was like, Matt, you know, there are no echoes in space. Take it up with Roland in the 1970s. Um, so yeah, they go to the, they watch the sunset and then don't do anything romantic while watching. Like there's clearly like a moment where it's like, and now you'd you know be all over each other, but no, you just watch the sunset. They drive home. Keith is actively frowning. He looks like he's ready to go home, and he's about to blast a rope across his room the size of a chai halud. <laughs> and instead, he's Jesus just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's so blue ball. He cannot deal. Why do you have to bring chai halud into this? <laughs> <laughs> that's just his expression to me and then uh yeah the girl's like well see you later i guess see ya. and he's like wait you know <laughs> then they have a conversation where he's like actually i had a he suddenly like actually had a great time and she kisses him on she he shakes her hands it's fucking oh, Ned Flanders ass, and then she kicks, kisses him on the cheek, and he's like, actually, the whole thing was good now. Please ignore that I just had the most, like, I am so pissed I'm not having sex tonight face anyone has ever had. He's now suddenly like, <laughs> ah, it's cool. I've been having a lot of you fun. Know, I maybe actually got to, to know the person that I've been yeah. making out with. And I do understand. Yeah, why, like, why go to the beach when you could kiss? Yeah, I mean, that is high school yes, dating, sir. right? You're just, you're not interested in who you are as people. You're interested in the inside of each other's various orifices and that's all <laughs> you know and then you're like dang this person's really boring actually right um, really remove any of the mystique out of <laughs> the mystique of high school <laughs> sexuality interested in the insides of various orifices yeah mm-hmm. then what happened then they had that okay so the next thing he's like what are you doing tomorrow night and she's like i have to babysit and he's like i can help and then they have a conversation out. And then they both get murdered by a guy with a knife. <laughs> yeah, Michael Myers shows up and <laughs> that, pins, him, such pins a good him to the wall and yeah. <laughs> sadly, sadly it does not occur in this episode. Love, Instead they have that's like, the oh, most, that's what kind of show this is. They have the most baffling argument I've ever seen on TV. Wait, the, what the fuck? It's so long too. <laughs> they're just talking about you know how the chase week has been. 
This is and a realistic. This is realistic been, teens because it makes no fucking it. sense. Yeah, she's like, you're the most loving person I've ever known, and he was like, believe it or not, you're the most loving person I've ever known too. And then she's like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> she's just suddenly <laughs> mad at him, and he's like, why are real, you mad? She's Julie like, I don't Taylor know. Shit. Just like, why, why, what are you doing? I want you to get close to me. No, not that close, you fucking freak. <laughs> She like runs inside. He's like, "What's wrong? What's the next test? I'll pass it." Which is very well, desperate. That, yeah. And sad. Then then he becomes a big yelling guy, and he's like, well, what, "That's when he sounded what am like I Jerry." To do? I can't believe. Yeah. What's he's, the he's deal? There, what you're like, arguing? I gave about. up billiards. I gave up poker because you didn't like it. I did all of this joke because I I thought that you loved me. It's a Little Women reference for the Little Women cra- oh. fans in the crowd out there. Can I get a hell hey. yeah from all the Little Women fans? You're just going to get like my little texts, women like in three weeks that say hell yeah. And you're not going to know what you're talking about. I mean, about. yeah, it's like the person I'm dating is four nine. So I guess you could say <laughs> what <laughs> I'm a little it. women fan. Have you ever walked into yeah. the room and just like hugged her and said my little women? No, <laughs> to met, to she is only she is only one. My little woman. Yeah, <laughs> just grabbed her and everyone's like, oh, my God, Travis is in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how do we get from gruesome details of Christ's crucifixion to Reagan this was elected. that were? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, that's as good an answer as any. <laughs> <laughs> the conservative right swept the, the the new Christian right swept through America. The oh silent majority God. and all that shit. Like yes, we don't we don't have Falwell anything to worry shit. about. Yeah, right. There's no mention of religion in this. I'm surprised that the show ended then at that point. Well, because Reagan was elected, they're like, we've told our tale, and our job is done. Like, we did it. It's done. Yes, Reagan is king now. Okay, so this guy freaks out. Smash cut to the resolution of the, the thing, because she immediately comes to talk to him. Which, which person on this podcast is most likely to enter the kingdom of heaven? <laughs> Weirdly, <I'm confirmed>. Travis. <laughs> I'm the I'm least confirmed. sinful. Everyone likes me. <laughs> the least <laughs> sinful. Travis just... <laughs> I'd be so annoying if I got there and you guys all went to hell. <laughs> Is it like little Nikki rules so <laughs> that you can look at us? That's the nicest thing you've ever said to us. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. That's why I said I'm little sure Nikki rules. I'm sure they would allow me to taunt you. I'm sure that would be a... But you wouldn't want to because you'd be angelic. Dude, I, I don't even need to believe it. I just need to say I'm sorry. And because I'm confirmed, I, I would fast track Travis <laughs> Travis going to so the kingdom of heaven it really wouldn't be a problem for me Travis being welcomed into the kingdom of heaven and then being asked to politely but firmly to leave the kingdom of heaven for mocking all of us <laughs> <laughs> like bragging <laughs> like, come on. we've, we've, we've a made guy. a mistake I don't think you're a culture a fit guy, and it's my birthday here in heaven <laughs> okay and that's insight <laughs> No, wait, there's the resolution. Wait, 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 she comes wait, wait. To talk to we him. We gotta not learn oh, anything. She comes yeah, talk right, to him, sorry. and then they're like, "Actually, I had a great time." In the car. Yeah. And, and then they dance. They go to a hill, and then they hug, and the credits roll, and they're like, "Let's and be chased." Like, let's be chased another week. Yeah. The biggest <laughs> freaks you went to school with. By Wednesday, they are finger blasting each other into the into the uh, <laughs> ether. <laughs> Can't wait, to, can't, can't wait to so, say, man. can't wait to say, hey, babe, you just finger blasted me into the ether. <laughs> yeah, that right there is insight. Um, do you feel like you got an insight on, you know, how to live? 
how to think, <laughs> no. how to feel. No, I didn't learn no, anything. No, you didn't. I mostly just sat there. Was like, what? Why? And then I hit play yeah, on the second that, one. This and really I was just like, moved moved across my cerebral cortex, and then I was talking the other the day wall about. <laughs> okay, Matt, <laughs> that's too sexy for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking the other day about how many hangouts you actually have with certain people. You know, it's like, how many more times am I going to see this person in my life? 30 times? Who knows? You know, it's not out of the question. That's bleak, dude. Something like that. And as I, I was thinking of that again, where I was like, how many hours I got left in this planet? 48? <laughs> Is one of them being dedicated to insight? I could get hit, I could get hit by a car tomorrow. And then I'll be like, damn, one of the last things I did was watch... An hour of insight. Good, because uh, you need to have it, you know, for yeah. your soul before. Yeah. That you want to live uh-huh. a life that a bomb can't destroy. Oh, my life, me? my life could very easily be wrecked by a bomb. <laughs> yeah. I would not do well. I'm, I can tell you that much. I'm like, am I there? You know, I I, I said it earlier. I watched Man on Fire. Uh, you know what happens? One guy's life gets wrecked in that movie by a bomb because Denzel Washington shoves it up his ass, and then. Um, <laughs> The guy explodes. Sure. <laughs> well, if that guy had had uh, had not kidnapped Dakota Fanning, I don't even know. Like, lived a life of Christ well, instead. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, if he had lived a life of Christ, you'll notice you never see priests getting blown up by bombs. Uh, I think the troubles would beg to differ. <laughs> I think it's just. I think it's pretty rare. Started with the troubles, ended with the troubles. This is a. <laughs> Someone tried to shoot the Pope that one time. Uh, that's why they got the Pope mobile. That was actually yeah. a net good, because boy, is that car funny. <laughs> I love how much the the fucking uh, Vatican hates that it's called the Pope Mobile, that's so people, and that's like that's common. That's treated like the Wiener Mobile. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> they're so they're like still mad about it. <laughs> the first time they hear it, they're just like fuck. <laughs> it's like no, it's fine, old brand. It's like no, it's not fine. It's better than what we were gonna call it. I'm seeing what its official name is. Yeah, Wikipedia Pope Mobile. It will redirect Il- you, I'm sure. Po- Ilmobile Papa, probably. Ilmobile. <laughs> oh, man. I can't it believe is, the Wikipedia just says it's called the Pope Mobile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe they gave, maybe they gave in. Like. Before it, they had the Sadia Gestatoria. <laughs> a chair carried on the shoulders of papal attendants. They are carried around like on a palan a palanquin. What, what is it called? Palanquin. Palanquin. Yeah, Pope Paul the Sixth was the last guy to use a sedia gestatoria. All of these cars look incredibly unsafe. By the way, they got they got the Pope out here in like a Fiat Five Hundred XL. But Just Pope Francis, like, oh, use public transport. Every car in Italy is like that, though. That's the thing. Like, they, there's literally nothing else available. Uh, a Kia Soul was used as the Pope Mobile in August 2014 when he visited South Korea. Oh man, that's pretty good. Uh, that am I am I comfortable in calling this the end? That that was insight. Yeah, was that insight? I, we've yeah, already said sure. that was insight like four times. I know. And uh, that's why I want to make sure it's dead. I want to make yeah, sure it's, it's in hell where it belongs. A, yeah, uh, what are we watching? A party of five. It's in podcast what are we hell. Next week. What was the weird? What, I wonder what was the link between insight and party of five. <laughs> <laughs> and storm chasers. And uh, storm chasers was fun. I think. Did I hate it at the time? You I don't even remember. It. You hated it. I probably did. I hate. I really hated it. Important question. You know what the question is about insight that we haven't addressed yet? Did I learn anything? 
Is no. Henry Rollins in it? Did Henry Rollins appear on <laughs> Buddy, it? Buddy, I so wish that I could tell you uh, yes. If they filmed like a Black Flag concert like going on or something be... for like a satanic music episode, that'd be good. Dude, that would rock. That's like the dream as a musician to someday get recruited into a Christian film or a television show where you play a band that's meant to rec- like, like uh, represent evil. That's what I want. I suppose... Hey uh, Travis. Yeah. Uh, what number is Foreigner? Eighty-six. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot they're on there, but <laughs> yeah, we gotta get we gotta get you all the bits down at there, the end but there. You know that they're the eighty-sixth. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. One of the worst bands of all time. Are they eighty-six? Beat. I forgot yes, they're yeah. on that list. Incredible. <laughs> You know, they're one of the few bands on that list I'd never tried to get into. Um, next week, so it's the height of the NBA playoffs right now, which means I've been watching a lot of TNT, which means it's finally time to do Claws. Hell yeah. <laughs> one oh, of the promised me. podcasts. <laughs> Plus, we haven't done a show from, like, very recently in quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna. I was thinking about picking Ozark. It's, yeah, also no, just I was ended. thinking yesterday, I was like, it's now eligible. And we still have no streaming series, but I'm going with Claws this week. So yeah. who wants to tell us about Claws? Steven, have you heard of this show? I'm, I know what it is. Yeah. I'm going to yes. assume it's Matt. Steven watches the NBA. Yeah, yeah, Matt's the one here who hasn't watched. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, he hasn't watched NBA, you know, seen Shaq just be like insulting, you know, young players saying, what you got to do is you got to dominate in the paint. And then we cut to a commercial for Claws. That's just picture <laughs> in picture. Wow. Yep. Matt, I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Tell me everything you know about the television show, Claws, starting now. All right. Claws is a show that's on TNT. It gets advertised during NBA games. TNT, of course, stands for Television Network Television. <laughs> uh, and it, uh, <laughs> this is a show. It's a triple entendre of some sort. Uh, it's uh, werewolves who are also... Um, it's, but it's also like these mean girls, and it's like, oh, the claws are out because they're like these girls that fight each other. But it's all there's also a lot of product placement for White Claw because it's also like kind of a party show, and they and play that's like time. all of these. I really thought you were going to say something about Santa. I like, I really thought that was going to be one of the entendres. Like, <laughs> Santa's a werewolf and a amazing. mean girl. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join us next week when I uh, pound some claws. As we talk about... Oh, yeah. We should get some weight. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some claws as we talk about the American comedy drama What If Breaking Bad, but in a nail salon or whatever. Dean Norris is, is there. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. With uh, what's her name from... Yeah, what's her name from Reno 911? Nisi right? Nash is the main yeah. one, yeah. And Carla from Scrubs, I learned today, is on it. Wow. Huh. Yeah, and, definitely find oh, out what it is. And Carrie Preston will be inducted into... Oh, wait, I need to do this now. I forgot to mention this. Um, one, uh, Carrie Preston will be inducted into the um, the Hall of Fame because she was on uh, True Detective. Uh, or not True Detective, sorry, True Blood. True Blood. Um, uh, mm-hmm. I would like to apologize to our, our fans. I messed up. I dropped the ball on the OPC episode. We had uh, an extra, as you know, all-star that was there. Willa Holland was in an episode of Gossip Girl, who she was in the finale of mm. Gossip Girl. So she is an, as you know, all-star. And also, I dropped the ball. Rachel Bilson is our first three-timer because she was also in that episode of Gossip Girl. Oh, Oh, she playing herself. Yes. Yes. So she is our first three-time, as you know, all-star. One of of the credits including as herself. So 
Wow. I shirked my duty and I forgot. Oh, right. She's Carrie a Hall Preston's, of Famer. Carrie Preston's married to Michael yeah. Emerson. Oh, we're going to have so much fun to talk about. Oh, man. Are. The king. The all time king. We're going to have so much fun talking about claws. The king of kings. There will be no rules yeah. and no laws when we get together next week to talk about claws. <laughs> Thank you yeah. to our wonderful producer, Matt Isiani, for his excellent work week in, week out. Stephen, what do you think we should do? Uh, I think we should give him a webby. There we go. Uh, rate, <laughs> review, subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, you know, word of mouth. It's good. It's helpful. If you, for some reason, really loved Insight, you freak, and you found this podcast, stick around. We'll be much nicer next time, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> we'll probably have a slightly better time with Claws. And our, the grand arc, though, of the history of this podcast is like three weeks from now, we'll all be like, man, remember Insight? That was a stupid, funny thing. And we'll make jokes about it and fully <laughs> have forgotten how miserable we were when we yeah, watched it. Yeah, watched something else awful. <laughs> And we'll just be like, oh. it's like it's like it's like exercising, right? You don't yeah. forget how bad it was. You just think about the growth. Yeah, that's, yeah. We yeah, should exactly. try exorcising instead. Uh, <laughs> and that's going to be show. <laughs> Stephen, can you bring us home? <laughs> I am come. <laughs>